people just fell into this role and they were like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it, right? And then they built their career around it. But if you wanted to design a career around it, you need to know what's out there. Welcome to Simply Trade, brought to you by Global Training Center. My name is Lalo, and together with my co-host, Andy, we have well over 60 years of combined trade, logistics, and supply chain experience. Along the way, we have seen and witnessed different challenges in trade compliance. We decided to put the show together and call on our friends and colleagues in the business to hang out with us and share their knowledge in all things trade. Thank you for spending some time with us. Enjoy the show. We're back again for another great show. I, I'll tell you the uh, the thing that has been so phenomenal. You know, we've gone to the conferences. We're getting some feedback on the uh, the, the uh, podcast, and I got to tell you, man, I am humbled. I am just uh, you know, as, we, as I would say, I'm getting as giddy as a filly on a spring morning here. <laughs> but uh, it has been fantastic on uh where we're reaching out we're just having good conversations with some really good guests and and all of that but uh i gotta tell you your hard work my friend has been fantastic but we're apparently we're hitting some uh a niche out there that people are enjoying our conversations and they're learning something and uh and all of that what do you think about that yeah i know it's 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 been um I mean, I, I didn't anticipate this. I mean, we, you and I went on the, it went went on this journey just thinking it'll be something fun that we can do and just kind of share our knowledge, not necessarily our knowledge, but invite people that we know to to share their knowledge. And and it's been it's evolved quite a bit. I mean, like you said, I've run into people like at the conference and uh, hey, I listened to your show and hey. That was a great episode. I was on the elevator, and this lady's like, "I just heard today's episode. Those are really interesting. Uh, Ten tips for Im- importing." You know, I was like, "Oh, you yeah, heard it right. already." You know, that was a good show too. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, I so- got to tell you, I had a, a surreal experience as you're talking through that. It's like kind of like what you were saying on the on the in the elevator. There were people at the booth. Uh, for those that were listening, we were at the ICPA conference in Dallas. And we had a booth. That's the first time we've actually put uh, the backdrop up. And that backdrop looks great, Lala. You did great. <laughs> you, you found however, whoever you got to do that, was it was fantastic. But it was surreal because I was standing behind them and they're going, oh, hey, I listened to uh, this podcast. This is good or whatever. And so then I happened to be behind them. I said, well, what do y'all think about it? And they turned around, got his, your voice. That's it. It's you. And got yeah. so, so excited. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Take back here a little bit. But it's, it's been great, hasn't it? It has. It has been really good. And, uh, and, and with that, I just want to ask everybody if you can all just uh, do us the favor of, um, follow, you know, you will follow us, of course, subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, and, but also uh, rate us and comment i mean we got a really great comment the other day yeah it was uh we'll share it and uh if i had her name i would uh let you know who she was but thank you so much for those really nice words about learning uh trade compliance uh information uh using our our podcast but thank you so much um but other than that i mean one of the things i wanted to touch on and the reason i invited our next guest her name is kelly kemock and she's uh She's been in the, in fact, so let me tell you, Andy, this is our first podcast host on our podcast. She has her own podcast. <laughs> and so, Oh, fantastic. <laughs> this is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so a fellow uh, host of a podcast and, uh, and her 
her theme of her podcast, I've loved it from the beginning. It's it's on career development, mentorship. I mean, has she has a niche with um with women, you know, women in trade, which um she can will let her explain that. But um, I mean, it's just uh, reminded me of when I was starting off in this career. I mean, I, I was fresh out of college and. Uh, I had this degree called computer programming that now people, I guess, call it computer science. But uh, way back in the day, you know, using the big IBM systems and all that, there was no, there wasn't really very much to program on PCs back in the day. But anyway, coming out of that, I, I remember my mentors, you know, Jerry Terrian. I'm going to do a big shout out to them, the family. It's Jerry Terrian, Mike Terrian, and Susan Terrian. I mean, they're unbelievable. I mean, if it had not been for them, I wouldn't be where I am now. I really, I really do um you know thank them for all that but i mean and because of that i think we i felt this was an important show to 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 research and and talk about well i appreciate that cuz you know we've all had uh people that you know we've respected that you know we probably didn't go seeking on as a as a young person you come across somebody that actually they stop and take the time and spend with you and help give you some guidance. So in, in that vein, I, I will say I'm looking forward to this. Kelly, I, I'll tell you, welcome to our show. I am really excited about hearing that you've got your own podcast and as well as the career development and the mentoring uh, bit that we're going to be talking about today. But hopefully you can give us some pointers here because uh, <laughs> you know what? Lalo's doing a lot of great work. And uh, I'm the one he's having to pull along like that uh, lead ball on a chain, you know, through sludge or something, you know. And he's like, hey, Andy, you got to get up here and do this. But, uh, <laughs> Kelly, welcome to our show. And and uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. It's great to be here. And I'm happy to talk about the career development and and uh, networking and mentoring. It's, it's something I'm really passionate about. And uh, like you said, in this career, we have people that that teach us this this role and teach us what trade is, because it's not necessarily something you learn from a book. It seems to be this career is something you learn on the job. And I feel like that's a reoccurring theme for most people that you learn it from other people. And that's really why I wanted to start my Women in Trade podcast, because I had great mentors myself. And I had these women in my life that were in leadership positions where I would ask them questions such as, you know, how do I advance my career or, you know, do I need to learn this? Do I need to learn that? How do I get to where you are? Um, and they would they would give me advice. And I realized that when people started asking me those same questions, that I had great mentors who had great answers. And so I just wanted to connect uh, the is where I was in the middle. Um, I wanted to connect those people just starting their careers to the women that I had connections with that were in leadership positions. So I love to tell the stories. I love to hear what everyone does in trade, because that's another amazing thing about trade is Everyone has gotten here a different way and um, everyone almost does a different thing. It's, it's my curiosity always gets the best of me when I want to hear about what everyone does in trade. Well, to that uh, point, um, I think we mentioned to you, we had a, uh, uh, a podcast that we just recorded with Derry Oxting and Derry was uh, making some of these same kind of comments and looking at it. And it's always fascinating how did you get into this kind of a job or the position that you're in? 
And uh, it's very rare you find somebody that, uh, well, so rare. It's like, really, we haven't done it. I had the first person that said, you know what? I'm in the job. This is what I've always wanted to do. And I'm like, say what? <laughs> I've never heard this before. It was a young guy that was right out of college, I think. But uh, Lalo and I were talking to him, and we both, I think, did a double take, didn't we, Lalo? Yeah, I know. It was funny how how he he said, I started doing something else, but I really wanted to do this. And he's in his, per se, his dream job, his dream position, mm -hmm. which is funny. So, And he's getting mentored by by that other person that was with him who was who had been yeah. there a few years so that was awesome yeah she'd been there a while and and and, and that mentoring you know that's that's when they it takes i guess uh someone to be passionate and have a heart to serve others to stop and take the time to mentor somebody or give them some guidance and all that but it doesn't mean uh, they should be, uh, you know, like a mother hen or, or something like that. It's like, look, you, you can give somebody guidance, but it's up to them to be able to uh, do what they need to do to take the next step. And when they do that, then, okay, you know what? I can now give you a little bit more guidance. Would you not agree with that, Kelly? Or it, how, how do you talk to people about encouraging them to become a mentor? Well, my theory behind mentoring was just to educate the the next generation about what the career is uh, because it is very confusing. I mean, how, how often are you at a cocktail hour and someone says, Oh, what do you do? Do you have like, how do you explain what it is that we do? And we, it's like, it's, it's hard to tell people what we do and, and like in 30 seconds explain the exciting nature of, of our career. So I really just wanted to um, let the next generation know what it is that we do, why we think it's awesome, why I learn something new every day. And, you know, um, then let them kind of use that information to design their career, right? Because too often, like you were saying, people just fell into this role and they were like, oh, this is pretty cool. I like it, right? And then they built their career around it. But if you wanted to design a career around it, you need to know what's out there. You need to know, you know that you have options to work at a customs broker, you have a, options to go into law. You can get a law degree and go into that part of trade. You can stay within supply chain and stay close to the business transactions. You know, there's so many different options that I wanted people to know that they can design a career in this field. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right. So how do you want to go about this in, 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 in talking through this? Do you want to talk to the person that is coming up through the career uh, in their career and say, okay, let's give you some guidance here on, you know, some of the things you should be looking for or reaching out to somebody to become a mentor, or do you want to reach out to somebody here and say, you need to look for those younger or rookie employees or people and see if you can't come alongside them and guide them along. I have this view that everyone can be a mentor and everyone can be a mentee. You are you can always mentor someone who has less experience than you, but I feel like I will always have mentors that have more experience than me. So um, 
it, it all depends on the relationships that you build. And um, I've had experience in formal mentoring relationships where they match you up with somebody and then you ask your questions and, and you move along. But it's those informal relationships that you build along the way that are really going to be the most valuable, in my opinion. Um, and that's why networking is so important. I know these are all buzzwords, mentoring and networking, but networking will get you that mentoring relationship that you seek and, men and, and networking will allow you to learn about the career and learn about the p open positions and the responsibilities of every position and how to build that career. And networking is also going to let you learn or sorry, Networking is also going to let you meet all of these great people in this industry, such as ICPA conferences. You can go there and meet all these great people and everyone on, you know, as guests on your podcast, you met them through networking in this field, right? Through your experiences. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, well, the great thing is that this whole career field, everyone in this career field, everyone that I've met is very collaborative and willing to, um, to, to talk and to help each other answer questions. And, you know, the, the ICPA conferences, I learned so much just chatting with people. And so that networking piece definitely leads to the mentoring piece, in my opinion. One of the things I usually try and uh, offer as a suggestion is uh, and I think, it, you know, there's there's lots of uh, career development type things. And, and especially if you uh, have aspirations to step into management um, and all that is to make a point to try and <clears throat> meet somebody for a cup of coffee, go to lunch, give, have a phone call, at least one new person a week. And at the end, you'll have roughly about 45 to 50 people that you will have networked with in that year. Now, in this scenario, what I'm talking about here is expanding to uh, different spheres within a company um, and in different areas. It's okay to try and, and uh, if you're a manager, go up to the next level, like uh, to a senior manager or director level and start asking and talking there or even up further and asking the questions. One of the things to do is to sit down, be very succinct with your questions, but make a list of some questions. Maybe, you know, don't make it a long dissertation uh, scenario there. They're like, oh my gosh, I've got to go. He's like, hey, if you've only got 15 minutes, ask, you know, two, three questions and, you know, be that and, and, and go from there. But uh, that's one of the su suggestions I always offer is make a point to network and to network means you've got to develop some kind of a relationship. And so hence making a phone call, hence making time to, you know, go, go to lunch or go to, I guarantee you folks in upper management, if they get a call from somebody in the lower ranks or something, it's like, look, I would like to just come meet with you, find out what, you know, about your career, what you do, what do you, you know, some things like that. They'd love to talk to you um and, and go from there if they if their schedule's not is too busy then schedule it you know six months out or something or get it on their calendar they'll you know take the time with it so uh what do you think absolutely i think that is that 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 is easy to do within your company i feel like that's expected like within within uh my employer as well but i think it's harder to do 
to learn and to network with people outside of your company. And that's why ICPA is so important because you do get to meet people who do the, your same thing, maybe either your peers, but then also people um, in management roles, uh, higher, maybe higher levels than you. So that's why I really um, am a champion for you know our staff and seniors at EY to get to these conferences because I feel like at that level, you need to learn and network with the people at your level along, you know, as you, as you progress as well, but everyone at every level needs to be doing this networking, not just within the company, but um, outside your company too. And so, yeah. And ICPA is so great because people are there to do the same thing as you. And and that's where I got to meet so many different people to, to kind of introduce myself and and do that same thing. Hey, can we have coffee? That kind of thing. Well, and ICPA is a great organization. It is uh, it is phenomenal, but I will say there's other trade associations. It just depends on where you're at. You know, I mean, right. AAEI is another one that is a good one for it, it. It plays a whole different role. That's more focused on trying to affect change in the importing and exporting communities. <clears throat> and there are some phenomenal folks in that. Uh, and then there's, I mean, there's specific trades, uh, you know, the trucking organizations and the brokers associations and the, in the aerospace and the, and the manufacturing and, and the, you know, footwear and clothing. The point being is to your, it, it puts you in a scenario where you're going to get to uh, meet people outside your company that are in the same industry or in the same function. And, and you can go for that. That's, that's one of the things we talked about is, uh, with with at least the most recent ICPA conference is great is that there was about forty to fifty percent first time attendees at the fall conference, and the, what was great about that is when you go, it's as I would say you're able to when somebody asks what you do and all that you're able to talk turkey with somebody they they know exactly what you're talking about you don't get the deer in the headlight look, and uh, and it's it's intriguing and. Then you start hearing, well, how do you handle this situation? Or how do you keep up with your all your new parts that are coming in and trying to keep them classified? And so you start comparing methodologies. And it's like, wow, I hadn't thought about trying it that way. I'm doing it this way. And so you're actually able to, if you will, talk shop. And it's the old adage, iron sharpens iron you're going to be able to be around people that are smarter than you are on a topic, whatever. So it's like, guess what? I need to step my game up here a little bit. I need to go learn a little bit more, whatever. 100%. I agree with you. Um, the, the learning aspect of, of this role and learning aspect of, of networking in general is huge. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's specific to our industry, but it's awfully apparent that we need to learn from people who do this in real life, because you can't just pick up a book and be like, oh, how do I do X, Y, and Z in trade? You have to figure it out. Like, okay, how does this actually work in real life? Because um, the regulations only tell you so much and then how to actually do something or best practices. Even there isn't a a black and white manual of this is how you have to do X, Y, and Z in trade Uh, people do it differently. And so I think, you know, rubbing elbows with people at a conference and figuring out those best practices is really going to help you, um, add value in your current role, but then also learn what else is out there. But um, it, learning is why I think this 
career path is so, so interesting because you never know everything. You can never know any, know everything. And um, I, I learn something new every day. And that's um, why I keep encouraging people to join this career path because it's always, it's always something new, something's changing and you have to uh, research every day. Obviously with our career, our social network is LinkedIn, right? I mean, where where else are you going to go? You can't go to Instagram and and get too much. I mean, you'll get some stuff, I guess, or TikTok or whatever, but but not not as much as you would on LinkedIn. But if you pay attention and you go to these places and you see like a Kelly, um, I really like this, Kelly, when you did this during the, the pandemic, when you started these networking social hours. I mean, and w- what a great way to get people together. I mean, you, you you basically just said, well, we're not going to let this stop us from getting together. And you, you just did it, you know, and, uh, and of course, that was a supplement or, or a byproduct of your of your podcast. But you know, and, and that that was great. You know, I think I think what things like this is we need to be aware of and look out for because um, they exist, you know, and uh, aside from the formal organizations, you know, like the OWIT and the and the and the ICPA, AEI, NCBFAA, you know, so anyway, I just, I just really felt that. No, that I like that. So Kelly, talk about that. How did you uh, set up? What, what were you striving to do, I guess, and, and tell the, our listeners what, uh, what you, what Lalo is referencing here. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. So um, I, I was a member of uh, OWIT, the Organization of uh, Women in International Trade. Um, and then, um, you know, that, that's very much a, a citywide chapter organization. And I realized that if we could use this opportunity where everyone is using Zoom or using these, um, using these electronic means to meet, uh, we could have a lot broader uh, group of women that were that were networking. And so um, when the pandemic hit, I found out about this platform called Remo, which is a little bit different than Zoom, because Remo really facilitates the networking feel electronically. So there are tables. And so you can go, there's four people at each table and you double click on a table and you join these people, introduce yourself. And then after 15 minutes, we would shuffle and then you get to meet, um, you know, three new people. And and so it was basically just to lay that foundation of here, we met in person, we introduced ourselves, and then we really encouraged to continue the conversation like on LinkedIn, right? Because it's less so of a cold call or, uh, you know, someone just reaching out without having met but once you've met on this type of platform it's really easy to continue that conversation and you know maybe continue the relationships and into a mentoring type relationship so that was really the goal is i wanted um people that didn't have the opportunity uh, to have these wonderful mentors that i have i wanted them i wanted to try to set up an environment where they could have that same relationship because I found that my mentors were so so helpful for me and then um, I wanted to bring in the podcast guests and let them meet you know these these wonderful women who were providing all of their their great career advice on the podcast itself that's fantastic well let me uh, ask you a question do you see a difference of networking versus brown nosing (laughs) (laughs) networking versus brown nosing um right well so you you really just 
my goal for networking is really just to learn more about what everyone does. That That's my level of curiosity. I have such um, a love for the field itself that I'm so interested in like, how is this, how is what I do different from what everyone else does? And so I'm just a naturally curious person and I will ask a million questions. Um, so I don't find it so much brown nosing, except for I'm just peppering people with questions because I have an ending curiosity. That's my style of networking. Um, just because I'm just curious about what everyone does in trade. Well, and, and it took me a long time to, to look at that in my own career. I, I, unfortunately, I did not have a mentor in my younger days and, and I always, I mistook or misunderstood the brown nosing scenario versus the networking and networking is a, is meeting new people establishing a relationship uh from a standpoint of your 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 genuinely uh generally um what's the word i'm looking like interested in what that person does and and whatnot the brown nosing is you're trying to <laughs> meet somebody and manipulate that from a standpoint you may be trying to you know uh inflate that person's ego and whatever so that they will you know, give you a job or a promotion or try and do something along your ways, which is not, you know, manipulating somebody to try and do something in once you meet them, right. it's not the way to do things. Networking is a way to expand again, your sphere of influence because you have, again, you establish relationships, you've earned the respect and you have the respect of, uh, of, of others and, and all that. So I think it's uh, vitally important that way. Absolutely. And I, I do have a comment on that. Um, it, you know, if you, if you are able, if you're lucky enough to find a mentoring relationship, uh, my, one of my personal, uh, rules for myself was that if I was able to have a, a mentor, I would never ask that mentor for a job, for actual employment. Right. Um, I would always make sure that that relationship was strictly a mentor, mentoring relationship. So if you are out there looking to connect with people for employment, then, you know, that's a separate type of relationship than, you know, seeking out a true mentorship relationship. Well, and, and and again, what's good is as you develop a network, again, you, you, you go to these locations, or these conferences and, and different things, and you see people that, uh, it's like, Hey, you're, you're looking forward to seeing them. It's kind of like a family reunion. You get in the sim versus, you know, especially when you first start out, I mean, you're kind of like a duck in a hen house. You're kind of, you know, you're, you're a little bit lonely there. It's like nobody <laughs> that, you know, I can talk to because it's, you're kind of off, uh, off to yourself, but, uh, you know, again, that networking is so vital and that helps networking, excuse me, <clears throat> mentoring is another thing where, as you're going through that, if you are going to be mentored by someone else, you need to be willing to listen to them, let them hold you accountable for things. But you need to be careful when they, you know, sometimes there are mentors that are really good and they, they have tough love and they may start trying to give you some advice and, and, and comments that it's, uh, Hey, wait a minute. Now you, you'll get all upset because they're plowing too cl close to the corn. And all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. And you're going to have to come back and say, wait a minute, I need to digest that and listen to them and be willing to admit 
I don't have the answers. They're telling me something, giving me some tough love. I need to be willing to take that. That still doesn't mean you change your ways necessarily if you feel like what you're doing is the right thing. But you need to be willing to listen and uh, be open with somebody and take their advice. And then you've got a decision to make. Do I act on this or do I reject it? And if I act on it, then take the steps you need to do. Yeah, and uh, I, I, uh, Kelly, before um, we run out of time, maybe you can give us, um, I don't know, just any last thoughts or anything. And then uh, right before right before we end, we always ask the question um, about a trade tip. But uh, we'll, we'll hit on that after you give us any of your last thoughts. <laughs> well, thanks. No, I enjoy this conversation about networking and mentoring. Uh, sometimes those two terms get confused. Inflated, uh, but I think both are, are very important. One is less formal than another, but I really feel that this industry is is it's super important to have your network because of the nature of what we do. And like I said, the fact that some of this is not in black and white, it's not in a book, it's not written down. You just have to learn it on the job. So really that networking piece really helps you to be better at your job because you can ask questions of your, of your peers and friends. Um, and you know, these conferences also help you do that. So definitely, um, a proponent of, of networking and mentoring. So, um, yeah, on LinkedIn, I, I think, um, Derry and I had talked about putting, making sure that everyone knows that on our profiles, we are open for mentoring, right? So you can reach out to, to me. And then if you need to, I can get you in touch with a bunch of different people in my network, right? So if I don't, if I don't know, I can always get you in touch with somebody that I, that I, that is in my network. So yes, I'm absolutely open for networking and mentoring. So please do connect mm-hmm. on LinkedIn and I'm happy to discuss it. Nice. That's great. Yeah. So we do wrap up every time by saying or asking our guests, can you give us a quick one minute, your best trait tip? I know, I know we're talking about mentoring and everything, but hey, maybe that might be your trait tip, you know, to mentor. But give us your quick one minute tip for trade compliance or, or trade in general. Like what, what, what would you like to like, you know, share with that, with our audience on that? <laughs> sure. So my trade tip is, um, to not burn bridges in this industry because it's so built on relationships, uh, you will un- inevitably run into yep. these same people um, in this oh, industry. Yeah. And so I would say um, be careful about burning bridges and make sure that if you do take a new opportunity, that, that um, you know, your, your exit strategy is proper and making sure that you, you have a good um, reputation. Don't, don't yes. ruin that reputation in the industry. Right. <laughs> No, I agree. Yeah. That- Kelly, what's the name of your podcast? Very simple. Women in trade. Women in trade. Okay. And we'll put a link on the, yeah, definitely. We'll put a link on the show notes as well. We'll put your LinkedIn link and uh, um, I guess just anything, anything else that we can provide to our audience. For our listeners, please check out Women in Trade with uh, Kelly's uh, podcast here, and uh, and hopefully it'll uh, be something that will inspire you to uh, to uh, be a mentor and be uh, you know find out some more of what you can do is uh, being a mentoree or a mentor. I guess. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, thank, thank you. you for uh, joining us. I've enjoyed this conversation with you. It's been great. 
Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate everything you guys are doing for the for the industry and for everyone who's part of it. Thank you very much for joining us. Simply Trade is brought to you by the generous contributions of Global Training Center. You can follow the show and GTC on LinkedIn or Twitter and other social networks. Make sure you check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. Also, make sure that you share this with a friend and subscribe on your favorite streaming platform. We really like hearing from you. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest in the show or would like to sponsor Simply Trade or suggest any topic you would like for us to discuss, please contact us via email at simplytrade at globaltrainingcenter.com or you can DM us on Twitter at simplytradepod. Thank you again for the privilege of your time. Happy trading. Simply Trade is not a law firm or an advisor. The topics and discussions conducted by Simply Trade hosts and guests should not be considered and is not intended to substitute legal advice. You should seek appropriate counsel for your own situations. These conversations and information are directed towards listeners in the United States for informational, educational, entertainment purposes only and should not be substituted for legal advice. No listener or viewer of this podcast should act or refrain from acting on the basis of information on this podcast without first seeking legal advice from counsel. Information on this podcast may not be up to date depending on the time of publishing and the time of viewership. The content of this posting is provided as is. No representations are made that the content is error-free. The views expressed in or through this podcast are those of the individual speakers, not those of their respective employers or Global Training Center as a whole. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the contents of this podcast are hereby expressly disclaimed.